SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Wednesday, February 1st. How about that? Now we turn the calendar over. I am Scott Wetzel sitting for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, Brady says goodbye for now. Is Rodgers next? Peyton and Ryan said hello. Big boys come out to play last night. Who's playing tonight? Smoke and grass in Tennessee. V for victory or something else? And uh, can Orlando perform the magic again tonight? We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid. Ah, what's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, Wednesday? We have snow. It's funny. You know, every day I get up, you know, and I uh, poke uh, my nose out the window, open up the window in the bathroom, you know, I was getting set to take a shower and look and see if there's snow on the ground. And today I, I, I just didn't for whatever reason, even though 99 times out of 100, I know it's not snow, right? So today I don't. And lo and behold, today there is actually snow on the ground for the first time. All winter here on, on Long Island, believe it or not. It snowed, but it's never really stuck. And we got maybe a quarter of an inch, just enough to cover the ground. But it is kind of weird. Every day I look, and today I don't look, and today's the day there's snow. So anyway, maybe that, that coincides with Tom Brady making the announcement that he is done. Isn't it interesting, this time last year, to the exact day he announced he was uh, retiring, uh, February 1st, 2022, he announced he was retiring. So here we are a year later, and he has something about February 1st. I don't know. Glutton for punishment. Not sure. But he says he's retiring. Do I believe him? In his mind, yes. Uh, but uh, you and I both know uh, he's a free agent, which means, you know, unlike with uh, Sean Payton, I mean, he could decide in June, July. He could, heck, he could call up a team in August and say, you know what? I got the itch again. Uh, you got a couple of injuries there in your uh, preseason games, you know, San Francisco. You need a guy to step in. You know what? I got the itch. Uh, the wife is no longer around, so kids aren't around. Uh, I'm not really looking forward to, to working with Fox on TV, so uh, why not? You know, or, or call up the Dolphins. Same thing. I mean, this is going to hang over us for the rest of the summer and, you know, into next year. And, and no doubt even the first month or two of next season. You know, it's weird. This is the one year out of the last, you know, three or four that people were kind of anticipating him playing in that it was the perfect spot. I mean, San Francisco uh, and or Miami were, were just ideal for Tom Brady. You know, they're going to championship caliber offenses. In the case of San Fran, championship caliber defenses. They only need a guy for a year. Miami could probably take him for a couple of years, but San Fran in particular for, for one year, I mean, it, you know, he's got a great team. It's his hometown. Uh, like I said, I think people would have been like, yeah, yeah, go go to San Fran. Go to San Fran. Let's see how good you could be in San Fran. 
And over the last couple of years, we've all kind of like poo-pooed him coming back. And like, yeah, yeah, just go away, Tom, please. We've had enough. Uh, you, you got your seven Super Bowls. You got your champ. You know, you got all your money in the world. Yeah, just go away. This is the one-off season where it was going to be fun to figure out where he would wind up and how successful he would be with that team. And San Fran would be the team. And, and that's the thing about, you know, retiring now. I don't doubt behind the scenes his people, his agents, whoever, his people, have contacted San Francisco and said, what's the deal? Are, are you interested in, in, in Tom Brady? Or even though the Dolphins got, you know, their hand slapped by the NFL, I, I don't doubt for a second, you know, somewhere along the line, they called up the Dolphin front office, the ownership, and just said, you know, are you interested if Brady does decide to play again? So I, I don't doubt for a second that stuff has happened already, but not nearly as much as it would have if the free agency period opened up, which it has not. And you got to wait till after the Super Bowl for that. So, you know, I, 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 that's why I, I, uh, I, uh, I'm not jumping up to he's completely retired. When he gets all these teams, and maybe these teams have stayed away. I kind of doubt it, but maybe, maybe they have, especially Miami. When he gets all these teams that uh, say, yeah, 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 come play for us, come play for us, isn't he going to get the itch again? You know, what, what, is he going to stay home? He's got no wife anymore, right? Is that is that over? Is Giselle going to come back into his life? Don't know. You know, we'll find out if he really did get a divorce because he wanted to play football, which I never believed. I always thought that was, the you know, the, the front story, that there had to have been, had to have been more stuff behind the scenes. She can't be that big of a B-I-T-C-H. You know that, right? There hasn't been other stuff. But we'll find out because he's retired now. Is he ready to stay home? No, it doesn't sound like no either. So, but I just, you know, it would have been nice for him to wait a couple of more weeks, get some offers, and then we'll take him seriously. When you do it this soon, I have my doubts. I really do. Opposite picks just getting underway. Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. Just getting underway. 844-843-6879. Again, it's 844-843-6879. Send a tweet at Opposite Picks. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Yeah, so just getting into the Tom Brady stuff. Yeah, listen, the new year, I'm not exactly sure why they, they take a month off um, between the Super Bowl, in essence, and the start of the new year. Really a month and a half, depending on when the Super Bowl is played. Uh, but it's March 15th. That's when the new year starts. That's when <clears throat> players technically become free agents. Uh, you know, they're technically still members of the team they played for up until, you know, March 11th. And then the new year starts March 12th or March 15th, I guess it would be. So because of that, you can't negotiate with a team because you're still technically under contract, even though the season is over. I'm not sure, you know, why why wouldn't they start it? You know, maybe you need a two-week period to get the, your ducks all aligned and everything. But, you know, February 1st, okay, Super Bowl is February, what, 5th or 6th, 7th, whatever it is uh, this year, uh, 11th. You know, March 1st would seemingly be fine, right? I mean, these, most of these teams have been, you know, done playing football for a couple of months, for goodness sakes. So, um, but that's the case. I, you know, why, why, why wouldn't he just wait? You know, does he really know? Maybe he does. 
Maybe he takes the, the blame of the, the poor play of Tampa Bay. Maybe he realizes, you know what? It wasn't the Buck players. It was me. I couldn't read. I couldn't react. I couldn't throw the ball where I wanted to. If it was that obvious, you know, then I suppose you can make a decision this quick. But I, I would have liked to have thought, like I said, somewhere along the line, he would have wanted to take some offers from other teams and see what's really out there. Uh, not that there wouldn't be that big of a surprise, but, uh, you know, you, you never know. Him in San Francisco, boy, him with the Niners. How does he pass that up, right? I mean, if if he forget the Niners going to him. If he went to the Niners and said, "Listen, I know you like Trey Lance, but you got a you got a championship caliber team here, and you don't know what you have with him. He's played what a game, two games at, at most. Uh, Jimmy G is going to be gone. Um, looks like uh, Brock Purdy is going to need uh, maybe Tommy John surgery, which means he's going to be gone. So." I'm the perfect guy. You know, I'm coming home. Family's here. Grew up a Niners fan. Uh, put on a uniform that uh, Joe Montana did, number 12, the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, it's it's the perfect story to wrap up his career, right? So if he goes to the Niners, you're telling me the Niners are going to say, Tom, you know, thanks, but no thanks. We got this rookie out of North Dakota State that uh, has played, uh, you know, five minutes in the NFL. We're, we're going to hand him the championship team rather than the greatest quarterback of all time. But th- thanks for asking, though. Or, no, you know, we're, we're, we're going to roll the dice with Brock Purdy and hope he doesn't need Tommy John surgery. Uh, and then he won't be out the entire year. And then uh, we're, we're going to go into next year with Brock Purdy, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, instead of the greatest quarterback of all time. So, nah, th- th- thanks, Tom. I appreciate it, but no. Yeah, I mean, they they couldn't realistically say no to Tom Brady, right? And Brady wouldn't want to finish up his career. Parents are back in in the San Francisco area. Friends, family, growing up a Niners fan. You know, maybe that stuff is gone. You know, when you become 45 and you played in the league for 25 years, you don't really care about who you grew up rooting for. I don't know. I've always said that. You know, once you become a real player in any sport, does your allegiances and your, your, your bond, fondness to the other teams that you like growing up, they disappear. Um, you know, are you too close to the situation now? So you don't really root for teams? Don't know, but boy, it would have been the perfect storm. One year, one year. Let me let me go out one year. I, I can't imagine the, the Niners would say no to that. Or you go to the Dolphins. You know, you got an owner that loves them, both Michigan guys. Uh, there's talk about him being part owner of the team and everything else. You, you got a great offense. Uh, they've made some improvements on defense. Uh, it's not the craziest thing in the world. You're down there in Florida anyway. Or you just stick with Tampa Bay. You know, it's still obviously a very good team. And if not for their offensive line being decimated with injuries, I, I think they'd be a heck of a lot better, you know, than they would have been than, uh, than last year. But he just says now he's going to pass it up. All right. First injury. See, the key again is that he is a free agent and he can go anywhere without any compensation, without any hassles, without any negotiating, except for a contract. The the first quarterback that goes down, the first quarterback that uh, decides to retire, you're going to hear Brady talk. Absolutely. Will it go away? And listen, we're still talking about Gronk, right? So a lot of that stuff you you encourage because you want to stay in the media. He will be in the media, you know, joining Fox. I wonder if he'll be part of their uh, Super Bowl b- broadcast. I imagine yes. So, but you, you will, we'll have to deal with that for at least one year. I don't know how much longer than that because of how old he is. But for at least the offseason and, and then the following year, injury-wise. Now that opens the door for Aaron Rodgers. 
You know, a lot of talk here in New York about him uh, being traded to the Jets. Well, you know what? If he can't get Tom Brady, then uh, who's next on Sam Fran's hit list? Maybe Aaron Rodgers. He probably has more than a year left, but, you know, I don't know if they're necessarily sold on Trey uh, Lance. They could find a way to make a trade to get him out of town, you know, get a nice draft choice for him. You bring in Rodgers, and same scenario with him. He's from that area. Don't know if he grew up a Niners fan or not, but it's the perfect storm. He wants to win another Super Bowl. I tell you what, the more I think about it, the more I think Aaron Rodgers is just jumping for joy right now. Just absolutely jumping for joy. Do you think he wants to go to the San Francisco 49ers or the New York Jets? <laughs> you know, that's as no-brainer of a question slash answer as you'll ever get. I mean, to be able to play for the Niners in a division that figures to suck, right? I, yeah, who knows what you're getting out of the Rams Arizona with a new head coach and a lousy quarterback, and then Seattle's got to come back to earth. I mean, that that's he, he could, just like he's had for the last you know 15 years with the NFC North. I mean, he could sleepwalk through that division and win. So you know he's going to go to the Super Bowl. He's got talented players on offense. He's got a great defense. Oh, he's got to be chomping at the bit. Now he's going to make 60 million. <clears throat> So he's already acknowledged that if he comes back, he realizes he may not he may have to kind of uh, change that up a little bit. So the question is, would you take sixty million from the Jets? Like I don't think he's going to take less money from the Jets. I you listen, if I'm coming to New York to play for your lousy Jets, you're paying me sixty million bucks, like it or not. But I think he would for the Niners. So let's say he could get the Niners to thirty million. You know, you go from. 30 million, whatever Jimmy G was making. And right around 30 million. So you should be able to, you know, kind of squeeze that in your cap. Maybe 35 million. Maybe 40 million. You're going to get 35, 40 million from Sam Fran or 60 million from the Jets if you're Aaron Rodgers. You're not winning with the Jets. I don't care how good you think their defense is and that division and everything else. In the AFC, you're not winning. This is real football in the AFC. So do you pass up you know, some $20 million to go sign with San Francisco or be traded to San Francisco? Yeah, that would be uh, that would be an interesting dilemma. $20 million is a lot of money. But when your legacy is on the line, and it really is, right? Aaron Rodgers retires today. People say, well, what's the first thing you think about with Aaron Rodgers? Only won one Super Bowl. It was a disappointment. Disappointment. All those great teams never could get it done in the postseason except one year. He goes to San Fran, wins a Super Bowl. Now, all of a sudden, he has two Super Bowls, kind of like with Peyton Manning, right? Peyton Manning was in the same spot, only won the one Super Bowl with the Indianapolis Colts. Boy, well, what a great, great, great uh, Hall of Fame career, greatest quarterback of all time, maybe. And uh, yeah, but he only won the one Super Bowl. Goes to Denver, wins the second Super Bowl, even though you and I could have won a Super Bowl with that defense, but he did. And no one talks about that anymore. Got a second Super Bowl ring. That's big. You know, that, that I would think that would be big. I would think that would be, believe it or not, it's, it's going to be crazy to say, but I, I would think that would be worth $20 million bucks. I really would. Uh, $20 million for Roger. You can get that anywhere anyway with endorsements and different things, right? It's no big deal. So Brady down, Aaron Rodgers, maybe to Sam Fran. That, I tell you what, Niner fans, I, you probably would prefer Brady, but that's not a bad consolation prize. They would be clearly the team to beat in the NFC, without a doubt. 
All right, we'll look at some of the games for last night and tonight right here. Ops Picks, Sports Beat Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio Series XM 159-844-843-6879. The toll-free telephone number if you want to chime in. Odds for next year, not quite out yet. Uh, I was going to look that up, but in fact, I did, but they're not there. So, uh, But I am curious to see what what will go on with Tampa Bay. Boy, you talk about a lousy division. Holy fudge. Tampa Bay without Brady? New Orleans with Jameis Winston and uh, who knows, Andy Dalton. I think Winston's a free agent. Uh, Carolina with Sam Darnold and uh, Atlanta with uh, Desmond Ritter. Oh, as bad as it was this year, if none of those teams make, you know, big time changes, I mean, wow, you talk about a bad, 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 a bad division. Oh, man, that division's going to suck. Six wins might get it done. Six and 11 might get it done, for goodness sakes. I tell you, that opens the door. You know, I I don't know how Jimmy G feels about following in Brady's footsteps and kind of winning with Brady's guys, if you will, but that opens the door to a Jimmy G to Tampa Bay. You know, Tampa Bay's the one team that's, you know, Super Bowl ready, right? You get you can get yourself a decent little quarterback. That that's that's not a bad little spot to land in. I got an easy division, and uh, you know I got weapons on the outside. I got uh, you know good running back if Fournette comes back. Um, you know that, that might just just one more option for Jimmy G to 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 go to. All right, NBA last night. We'll start there. But the big boys came out to play last night for sure, for sure. Uh, we'll start with the Joker, triple-double, 26-18 and uh, 15 assists. Nuggets beat the Pelicans. It's one of those crazy lines, right? Pelicans playing lousy basketball. They've lost eight in a row, and they were only getting eight and, uh, six and a half. Six and a half. It should have been like eight and a half. They lose by nine, so they don't even cover. But that was one of those lines that I said, you know, this, this Pelicans team, boy, they really love this Pelicans team or or something, but Denver at home, 22 and four. Now 23 and four was only a six and a half point favorite over a team that's lost eight straight. Some weird lines this year. So Joker goes for uh, 26, 36, 46. Uh, let's just start that again 26, 36, 44, 54, 59 for his points, rebounds, and assists last night. 59. And you got the Greek freak who's really not Greek. He comes out 34 points, 18 rebounds. Yikes. And uh, how many assists? Uh, Four assists. As he goes for 34, 44, 52, 56 for his points, rebounds, and assists. He went over. Boy, isn't it amazing? He just played the better guys last night. Points, rebounds, assists. Bucks win by uh, nine. They do not get the cover as they were laying 11. Uh, also, uh, you want to throw LeBron in there? I suppose we can. I wouldn't consider him a big boy anymore. But triple-double, just the same, 28-10 and 11. So he goes for 38-49. He hit his points, rebounds, and assists. I mean, you just, just take the take the smarts out of it. And just, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with the best players last night. And uh, you would have cashed your tickets. Easy when uh, you look back on things, isn't it? Amazing. So Bucks win. 
Clippers beat the Bulls. I'm telling you, this Clippers team is dangerous. 108 to 103. They get the cover as well. Kawhi goes for 33. Uh, they're a dangerous little team. You know, I mean, I know they got a ton of injuries and they got a bunch of guys who choke in the postseason, but Kawhi is not one of those guys. If he stays healthy, you want to play a future. Western Conference right now isn't very good. When you got that shutdown defender as Kawhi can be, boy, that that uh, that does give you a little bit of an edge over all these other teams. And then the Heat knock off the uh, Cadavers, one hundred to ninety-seven. Uh, rare uh, loss by Cleveland, twenty-one and six now at home. Uh, Miami up and down team, tough to figure out. And then the Lakers in overtime beat the Knicks, one twenty-nine, one twenty-three. I mentioned LeBron uh, goes for twenty-eight. Uh, Brunson thirty-seven for the Knicks. Got to win that game if you're a New York fan. You just you have to. They're only a couple point favorite. We played the Lakers. I did like the Lakers uh, in our underdog open parlay, which we hit on that one. We'll get to here in a sec. But if you're a Nick fan, you you know, 500 teams are 500 teams. There's a reason why they're 500. They show you glimpses of being terrific, and then they you know can't beat the mediocre teams like the Lakers. Now again, Lakers, you know, like the Clippers. It's funny, both from LA. You know, a fully healthy. Uh, dedicated, ready-to-go Lakers team with AD and LeBron and Russ can be dangerous. Can be. Um, problem is they're just never healthy. Same thing with the Clippers, right? But but you got the A game out of the Lakers last night. And uh, LeBron may have won the battle, but he lost the war in my eyes. In that we looked this up two months ago, and he was on pace to set the all-time scoring mark against the Knicks. If he would have averaged like 20, between 28 and 30 points a game without taking any games off, he would have been able to set the record against the Knicks or Nets, uh, depending on how he wanted to do it, playing the Nets two nights ago. And uh, didn't happen. So instead, he's on pace. Now, he can manipulate these things a little bit easier than, uh, you know, um, trying to not or try to get as many points. You could try not to score. You could take a game off as well. But he's on pace to do it against either Oklahoma City, which I doubt very much he would love to do that. It is a home game, but still. He's like 95 or so points away, 89. So if he averages you know, 30 a game, he's got at Indiana, at New Orleans, and then comes home to play uh, Oklahoma City. You want to bet if he's 25 or so points away, he doesn't play against OKC. Next game, Milwaukee. At home and on national TV. There is no, you want a little hunch? Play under LeBron James points next three games. Under. And then and stop once he hits an under because as soon as he gets it to where he would need to score like 35 or 40, then then he's not, you know, he doesn't have to worry about not scoring his uh 28 or 29. But there is no way in the world, no way in the world, LeBron James is setting the all-time scoring record against Oklahoma City. Not with Milwaukee on TNT the next game, and then Golden State. Uh, albeit at Golden State, on ABC the following game, Thursday and Saturday. No way. Bet under LeBron points, uh, either against Indiana uh, and or New Orleans uh, and or Oklahoma City. Not happening. All right, uh, tonight, what do we got in the NBA? A decent uh, little slate of games. Uh, NBA's really kind of picked up the slack here. They've had a bunch of games where the NHL has taken off. 
Uh, the one that stands out to, well, there's two that stand out, really. Maybe three. Uh, you got Orlando at Philadelphia. We'll use this in our opposite picks. Philly lay in 10. Remember, they lost to Orlando last game at home. Remember, Orlando did beat the Celtics back-to-back in December in Boston, which is it might be the two strangest scores you'll ever see back-to-back. But could Orlando actually do that to Philadelphia? That would be something. That, that really would be something. Speaking of the Celtics, they host the Nets tonight, laying eight and a half. Kyrie going back to Boston. I'm sure they'll have a nice little warm welcome for him. No two ways about it. Uh, and you got the Golden State at Minnesota, which should be a halfway decent game. Warriors starting to turn it on here a little bit. They've won three in a row. They're four and one, five and one. Their last six uh, road games as well. So all those struggles they had on the road, yeah, they're starting to, like I said, they're starting to put it together. You know, you're seeing a lot of these teams also. I don't think it's coincidental as we uh, near the all-star break that all these star players are starting to put monster points on the board. These guys either want to just show the world how they are all-stars or a lot of these guys are on the bubble on making the team and they want to really put forth good efforts over the next uh, you know, couple of games. This way they get that uh, you know, bid or invitation to the All-Star game. So I, I would continue to play uh, some of these bigger-name guys uh, when it comes to points, totals, and, and rebounds. So uh, yeah, last night we did hit with uh, LeBron and, and company with our uh, underdog open parlay. So we picked up uh, $27.50. So as we always do, we take 25 out. All right. Uh, this way, we're playing with uh, house money, and we have twenty-seven dollars and fifty cents uh, left to play with for uh, leg number two of our open parlay. Let's uh, see what we got on the board. NHL. We'll start there. We always look for uh, upsets there. We only have two games. We got Toronto, and then we got Buffalo. Buffalo playing Carolina. Hurricanes played last night. Uh, needed to go to overtime uh, as they rally and uh, beat the, the LA Queens 5-4, to four, rallying from 4-1 down into third. Bruins have lost a season high three straight. Maple Leafs, uh, I could put the black cloud on Toronto. Let's see what we got NBA. Um, I don't believe in Orlando. Detroit against Washington. Nope. You know the Wizards have actually won like six in a row. Yeah, they're, they're playing pretty good ball, believe it or not. Portland plus 172 at Memphis. Hmm. Uh, Minnesota plus 140 at home against Golden State. No. Spurs suck. No. Rockets. I uh, can't put American money on the Rockets. Uh, Toronto on the road. Can't do that. Atlanta's even. You know, I, I tell you what. Uh, I hate to do this, Bruin fans, but I'm going to do it for us. I'm going to put the black cloud on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's, let's put it on the, the Toronto Maple Leafs plus 106 at home against Boston. $27.50. We'll take our profits from the other day at plus 106. That's $27.50 to win 29. Boston's lost a season high three in a row. Last game before the All-Star break for them. You know, I could see them going into the All-Star break slumping a little bit. You know, losing four in a row, not, not the end of the world. Uh, any kind of luck, we we get a point out of it, it goes to overtime. So Toronto, leg number two, underdog, open parlay. Back after this with opposite picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Yes, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those pad and pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, three and four last night, uh, good for minus 140. So we are 81 up and 76 down now with five pushes. Here we go. <clears throat> Seven pack all NBA. Going to start in uh, in Wash or actually in Detroit, where Washington's laying five and a half against the Pistons. Uh, don't look now, folks, but here come the Wiz. Washington six straight losses, including at San Antonio last time out. They won and covered five straight road games, so don't worry about laying five and a half on the road. Detroit sucks. Love the Wiz here. Yeah, give me Detroit plus the five and a half. Pick number two, Philadelphia lay a nine and a half versus Orlando. Revenge time for the 76ers, who somehow lost to this Magic team two nights ago in Philadelphia. Now, the Magic did beat the Celtics in back-to-back -back games, as I mentioned earlier, in Boston in December. But the chances of that happening again is next to impossible. Love Philadelphia here. <clears throat> Give me Orlando plus the nine and a half. Pick number three, Memphis playing five versus Portland. You know, Grizzlies back home where they're nearly unbeatable, 21-3 and three this year. Jail Blazers just 10-15 and 15 on the road. Grizz need the win after losing five of six. Memphis 15-8-1 against the spread at home. Third best home against the spread record in the NBA. So not only do they win, they cover, and that happens tonight. Love Memphis laying only five. Yeah, give me Portland uh, plus the five. <clears throat> Pick number four, Brooklyn plus eight uh, at Boston. You know, Celtics are on a nasty six-game against the spread losing streak. They are playing great ball right now. Just one and three straight up their last four games as well. Nets, meanwhile, surviving without Kevin Durant. They won four of their last six. They're five and one against the spread in those games. They should be able to keep this one at least close. If not, maybe win outright. Who knows? Love the Nets getting eight. Uh, give me Boston minus the eight. Pick number five, Sacramento laying seven and a half at San Antonio. You know, Kings are lousy against the best teams in the league, but they feast on teams like San Antonio. Spurs have given up on the season, folks. We've mentioned this many times before. They're awful, and they're playing like it. Six straight losses, one in ten their last 11. They're the worst of the worst, and you don't want to lay six or seven and a half points on the road with Sacramento? You know what? The Kings are actually 6-2 and two against the spread as road favorites. Love Sacramento here. Eh, give me San Antonio plus the uh, seven and a half. Pick number six, Utah laying three versus Toronto. Jazz playing on the road, lousy. At home, terrific. This game, at home, where Utah is 17-9. Mediocre Raptors only 8-17 on the road. This is their fifth game of their road trip on the West Coast. They lost to Phoenix last time out. They're clearly running out of gas. Love Utah. Nearly pick them odds. Uh, give me Toronto plus the three. Pick number seven, Golden State Lane, two and a half at Minnesota. Yeah, the Warriors starting to turn things on here. Once brutal on the road, Golden State four and two, their last six road games. They've won three straight overall. Teacups will be no match as long as we get the Warriors A game, which we figure to get here. Better teams all starting to turn it on before the All-Star break. Love Golden State here, laying only two and a half. 
Yeah, give me Minnesota plus the two and a half. Opposite pick, seven-pack NBA. Detroit plus five and a half versus Washington. Orlando plus nine and a half versus Philadelphia. Portland plus five versus Memphis. Uh, Boston lane eight against Brooklyn. San Antonio plus seven and a half against Sacramento. Toronto plus three at Utah. And um, give me Minnesota plus the two and a half against Golden State. Opposite picks for a Wednesday, February 1st. Good luck, folks. And there you go. And we'll post those uh, on the front page of the website, oppositepicks.com, for your uh, viewing pleasure. All right, back to our uh, open parlays here. So, yep, we hit with the uh, the uh, Lakers last night at plus 110. So 25 to win, 27.50. We cashed that ticket. We'll take out that original $25 bet. We'll only play with uh, you know, the profits here. This way we don't lose any money playing with house money. We'll take the 27.50 and we'll put that on the Maple Leafs tonight at plus 106 at home against Boston. So 27.50 to win uh, $29. Leg number two. Our uh, open parlay, the main one, we got lucky, but better be lucky and win than unlucky and lose. That's for sure. We hit the over 146.5, even 147.5 if you got in late on Wake Forest at the Dookie Pukies. As Wake Forest kid hit a three-pointer at the buzzer down, what were they, down five? Kid takes uh, maybe one, two steps across half court, throws up a bomb, nothing but net, and the game goes over thanks to that three-pointer. <laughs> nice to get everyone. Every once in a while, it's nice to get one of those wins. It, it, it really is. So uh, we are one down. We picked up 91 bucks, so now we got $191 to play with. Where are we going to go? All right, as always, we start in the NHL. Do we like anything? We already got against Boston. I uh, don't like betting against Buffalo, so we're going to pass. There's only two games in the National Hockey League tonight. Uh, NBA. Yeah, actually, you know what? Let's go. Uh, that'll be our, our last uh, reserve. How about uh, college basketball? You know, if we really, really, really wanted to go conservative, we would take Creighton on the money line at 10 to 1, but $191. Well, you know, what, what is that going to really net us? Uh, 11 bucks so, or $19. Eh, that's, you know. Can't do that. That's not worth it. Uh, Xavier at home should be a pretty good game against Providence. Uh, is Purdue going to lose to Penn State? They're ranked number one again. Here, here we go with this number one ranking. Boy, it's been a jinx on teams for sure. But let's uh, lay in 550, 191 on Purdue. That would net us uh, 35 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a possibility. Let's see what else do we have here. North Carolina laying uh, 410 against Pittsburgh. That's a little bit lower than Purdue. Is North Carolina really going to lose at home to Pittsburgh? I kind of doubt that, right? Let's see. $191 on North Carolina tonight would net us uh, $46. Mm. How about the biggie? Georgia Tech at Louisville. Good gravy. One team is 0-10 in conference play. The other one is 1-10. A combined 1 for 20. Uh, you know, it's hard to pass up going against Louisville at pick'em odds. It really is. They are just so bad, but we uh, we, we, we can't do that. We'll pass on that one. Um, and all the others are all kind of goofy games. I don't see anything crazy here. Right, Bradley Southern. Oh, my Salukis are actually getting uh, two and a half to one. Ooh, we could have played them on the underdog open parlay. Hmm. All right, we, we passed on that. Uh, Rutgers, Minnesota, uh, 16 to 1. Forget about it. Marquette and Villanova. 
Uh, Villanova's just not that good this year. Um, Marquette really should win that one. That's minus 265. All right, we put 191 bucks on them, and we're winning 72. All right, now that's that's more like it. Let's uh, put a little notch next to that one, see if we want to do that one, Scott. Missouri stinks at home, but LSU blows as well. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, now nah, we can't bet rivalries. And uh, that's it. All right, so let's go to the NBA here real quickly. So we're either going to do North Carolina or Marquette right now. How about Philadelphia? Oh, there you go. How about Philadelphia? Now, are they really going to lose back-to-back games against Orlando? We put Philadelphia laying four to one. Hundred ninety-one bucks is going to get us only, you know, forty-eight dollars. But you know, that, that's that's not too too bad. Golden State, Minnesota, no. Sacramento, San Antonio, nah. I like the Kings, but I don't have that much faith in them. OKC, Utah, Phoenix, no. You know what? Let's do Philadelphia. Let's let's do it. Um, Philadelphia minus four to one. Let's write this down. Wednesday. Um, if the, if this dopey team loses twice, so Philly minus four to one versus Orlando. $191 since we won the 91 last night on Overwake Duke. We're going to include our original bet in this one, unlike with the uh, the underdog open parlay. And $191 to win $48. 48. Boom. All right, leg number two. We hit that. Then uh, we head into uh, Thursday's action with uh, uh, 200 and, uh, $240 bucks or so. And then it'll, it'll increase slowly but surely. It, it, it will increase. So there's no way, right? I mean, Philadelphia, the 76ers, especially after Orlando did beat Boston in back-to-back games. So th- th- there's just no way Philadelphia is losing tonight. No way. Uh, we had our against Blackhawks and uh, Blue Jackets. Uh, that was a loser last night as Washington uh, won, but not in regulation as we played them. Got greedy with that one. So uh, that's a loser. So we're now 1-16 uh, with our uh, $100 bet against the Blackhawks and Blue Jackets. So we needed an all-star break. Couldn't come soon enough uh, with that one. Uh, we got to consider if we're going to do that one anymore after the all-star break. So uh, we're set with that. How about shots on goal? Last night we ended up 3-3. Three and three. One with uh, Shveznikov, lost with uh, uh, Natchez, lost with Kuznetsov, one with Oshi, one with Stuzel, and then uh, lost with uh, Batherson. So three and three, uh, not, not the end of the world. Would have been nice to go four and two, but uh, it is what it is. Our uh, pyramid plays, we had a rough night. Did win with TCU. That was our main, 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 main play. That line dropped to one and a half because two of their better players were, were hurt and didn't play. Although, I shouldn't say that. Two were not supposed to play. Only one actually didn't play. The other one did play, surprisingly enough. Wasn't in warm-ups or anything, and he ended up playing a bunch of minutes. How weird is that? So TCU, we hit on that one. We lost on Milwaukee by two points. Uh, LeBron had 28 points. We His over-under was 28 and a half. It's one of those nights, right? Carolina beats LA, but not in regulation. And uh, Kuznetsov only had one shot on goal. So... Uh, one and four night with our uh, pyramid plays tonight. As I mentioned, we have just the uh, the two games. We'll start with the pyramid plays. You got Georgia Tech uh, laying two at at Louisville. I will put that in for this one. I mean, anytime I can go against Louisville, at basically pick them odds. Why not? Sacramento laying a seven and a half against the Spurs. This San Antonio team is just awful. Just just uh, absolutely awful. 
Uh, hockey, we got Toronto owing the two games. I'll take Toronto, you know, uh, getting odds against the Boston Bruins. Why not? You know, the, the uh, hopefully not, but the, the, the switch may have flipped on Boston here. So uh, we'll grab Toronto at home, try to put the black cloud on them. Shots on goal. We only had the two games, so uh, we'll use Carolina. We'll start there. We'll use the uh, same two guys we used last night. Why, why not? Uh, Martin Natchez, he, he owes us after not coming through last night. Uh, chances of him not getting three shots on goal in back-to-back games are pretty slim. And then we'll use uh, Shveznikov as well for uh, for Carolina. And for Boston, uh, won't play Toronto against the Bruins, but I will play a couple of Bruin guys. We'll go with uh, Patrice Bergeron. Three and a half. He's one of our favorites. And um, what do they got? Pasternak at uh, today. Yeah, four and a half. Just you can't do that. Just can't do that. Uh, Bergeron's three and a half. We'll use him. How about Marshawn? Why not? Two and a half minus one thirty. We'll use two of the big boys. Final game before the All Star break. We should get some good efforts from them. So over Bergeron, three and a half. Over Marshawn, two and a half for Boston. Over two and a half for Carolina guys. Natchez and Shvesnikov. And we are set with our shots on goal. All right, we'll wrap up shop with a couple of more winners when we come back. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks wrapping up shop here, hour number one. You know, had a nice little run with college basketball. We've had, we've had some tough, bad beats, but uh, we came through last night with TCU. We hit with the over with the Duke Puki game. I do like Xavier laying four at home against uh, Providence. That's a, a terrific uh, Big East game. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. And uh, I, I like, uh, what was the other one that, that stood out to me? Um, there was one more. It was a smaller conference game. Um, I do like the over North Carolina, 146 and a half. Oh, Georgia Tech, uh, yeah, you know, laying to two at Louisville, right? One and 10 versus 0 and 10. Uh, give me the uh, the one and 10 team, right? <laughs> Makes sense to me. Why wouldn't they? They have the one win. So a um, couple of uh, troop games, including our Salukis, uh, getting six at Bradley. 11 and one at home, Bradley Braves. And Missouri Valley Conference this year, uh, actually uh, not too bad. Uh, craziness going on around the world. I, I tell you, th- this world has just gone nuts. Uh, do you hear about the Virginia assistant girls basketball coach fired after she impersonated a 13-year-old trying to play on their varsity team? Parents of the girl being impersonated, the game said, uh, Arlisha Boykins, a 22-year-old coach for the team, <laughs> took the court. I, I guess they didn't have enough players and pretended to be a 13-year-old. Holy fudge. You talk about just stupid. Uh, And then a brawl breaks out among uh, spectators at a middle school boys 7th, 8th grade game in Vermont. 60-year-old man dies in the fight. Can you imagine that? You're you're going to see maybe your son or nephew or whatever in a a 7th, 8th grade boys basketball game and you come home dead? What is going on? Are we just gone nuts? Have we gone nuts? Really? Wow. You got a 22-year-old person and a 13-year-old. Just, no. oh, by the way, breaking the rules about playing. Oh, crazy. All right, you got Ben Stevens, Joe Lisi coming up next. Football full circle. Don't forget, I'll be back an hour from now. Me and Donnie on Moneyline today right here on Sports Good Radio. Be safe, folks. <laughs> 